You're going to have to explain this to us, Megan. You're one of the great champions, a winner, and you're with us on behalf of quitting. You are sponsored by quitting. You are here to tell people <laughs> the merits of uh, being a quitter. So explain to us why it is that you're sponsored by quitting. You know what, Dan? I'm just done with it all. That's, that's really... I feel like you could be a candidate to join me on my quit team. <laughs> you just... You know what? I'm out. Rick, well, Ricky Williams talks about this, that there's a stigma to quitting that there shouldn't be with quitting because a lot of people are in unhappy situations and unwilling to make the changes they need to make in their life. Very true. Very true. That's, that's kind of the whole idea about the campaign, obviously partnered with um, Schmidt's Naturals Deodorant, um, you know, the family Amy Schmidt, uh, you know, quit what I'm what I assume would be a, a comfortable nine to five job, one with a little security and probably a little benefits package to do something else. Um, and I think it particularly in sports, I mean, you, you hit on it. Um, it's kind of just this attitude of like, no matter how miserable you are, just keep grinding it out because eventually it'll pay off. And I think we know now it's like, there's nothing that is really worth that. Um, you could win a championship and be miserable. And then it's like, you have a championship, but you have all these terrible memories to go along with it. So I think, you know, quitting in an effort to, fulfill yourself in something else and challenge yourself in something else and to do something different that you actually want to do, you know, who knows if it'll work out, but something that you actually enjoy doing and you want, I think that's a pretty uh, courageous act. You are viewed as someone who is courageous. What would you say uh, were the most burdensome parts of pioneering that you were not expecting or ready for? I mean, it's interesting. It's like no matter how much the status quo really doesn't serve the majority of people, they sure do love it. They sure do want to hang on to, um, I guess, just what is norm, what they deem as normal or, um, you know, just sort of knowing the answer, even if they hate the answer. Um, that's kind of what I found. I, I you know, particularly um, for any sort of minority or person of color or, um, you know, woman in the country to continue to live by a set of standards that don't serve you at all. Um, I think a lot of people really dug into that. I think especially my, you know, um, my experience kneeling alongside Colin was just how deeply people were invested in this, you know, sort of white supremacist society that has so many other consequences beyond that. And they just kind of still wanted, wanted to, wanted to be in that. I think people's, you know, I guess maybe it's scared or uncertainty around doing something um, different um, is very powerful, I think. Megan, does the reaction at all scare you? Um, not really scare me. I mean, I think I was more surprised by it. Um, I guess scary in the sense, you know, thinking about where we're at in the country now with Supreme Court leak on Roe v. Wade and that seeming sort of inevitable, I think even without the leak, seeming pretty inevitable that that was going to happen. Um, just kind of continuing to see us as a society choose to go down um, a, a path, which is restricting a lot for a lot of people. I guess that's kind of scary um, and, and scary as a woman right now. But um, I think I always try to have my personality come through as well and the joyous part of my personality. And I think there is joy in doing something difficult and, and struggling, but you're um, doing something that you love. So it's kind of worth it. On the list of things that appall you, how high would be the uh, leaked 
information that has an overturning possible of a constitutional right for 50 years that will uh, impinge on the freedoms of a woman's ability to protect her own body. Yeah, I mean, it's really scary. And I think what we've seen, you know, immediately in the days following is all of these other bills that are in the works. So it's really not about um, saving this unborn child, this, you know, saving the future pastor of the church, like or whatever everybody wants to say. Like it's birth control. It's your right to leave the state to go, you know, get an abortion in another state. It's, um, you know, taking the the um, rights away to just make your own choices. That's really scary. We don't really know the full breadth of the consequences that could be. And then, of course, like for me, it's like I, I oh, well, I'm likely not going to accidentally get pregnant unless something horrible happens, but. I would have the means to either have one in my state, I live in Washington, or I would have the means to travel somewhere else or, you know, have the money to do that. And we know that this is going to disproportionately affect poor people and poor people of color in particular. And so it's just, I feel like particularly cruel. Um, and it's not really about like saving the babies um, because then we obviously have no universal health care and no universal child care and all of the things. So. It's it's very alarming. I hope people understand the slippery slope and the the sort of, you know, sea change that we're that we're in right now. When I have talked to some athletes about leaving sports to be activists for change, they have said that the mental and emotional drain of activism when you quit sports to do it drains you more than sports. There's more of a toll on the energies and the physical of the body than the playing of sports. Have you found that? It is tough. Yeah, I, I think it's really, um, yeah, exhausting in a unique way. I feel like you're, you know, you're, you're trying, yeah, you're trying to like push a boulder uphill. So even as you are making progress, I think there's, you know, a number of areas where we have, you know, made progress. It just never feels like that. And you, I think you get the sense that you're, ne you could never do enough. I mean, as a single person, like you could literally never do enough. You can't change all of the problems in the world yourself. So you're kind of always left with that feeling, which I think leads to exhaustion and burnout and, you know, that's why I think self-care and mental health, um, you know, has come so popular for athletes, but also for activists and just generally people um, trying to take care of themselves. Because that's just that feeling of never being enough and never being able to overcome the sort of obstacle that's in front of you is kind of demoralizing. So that I think is the most difficult part. You never can like, you know, win the playoff series or like win the championship of equality or activism. When you look at your resume, all of it, not just sports, what are you proudest of? Like, what are the things that you look at and say, like, no, I'm kind of a badass here. I'm, I feel good about myself. I feel best about myself here. I, mean, I think just being a, a part of all of the off-field stuff. Of course, you know, the championships are amazing, and that's, you know, part of why you play the sport. But I think the way that, you know, especially the women's national team, and other athletes, you know, female athletes around the country and in the world have been able to use our sport to propel progress, I think is a lot of our um, most proudest moments. I mean, I think, you know, my sport in particular, especially with the national team is, you know, in a much better place than it's ever been. And it'll be changed forever, especially with the equal pay lawsuit and um, you know, our next collective bargaining agreement going forward will put these players in, in such a better position than we ever were. 
And I think that to me is something that that I'm really proud of. I hope, you know, all the kids are way richer and way more popular and playing better stadiums and, and all the things than we ever did. All right, Megan, I need some help here. I need some advice, okay? Because my daughter is going to college next year. She committed to Northwestern to play lacrosse. I'm super excited, but I've also been her coach her entire life. And I think you were coached by your dad as well. So I need to know, like, where where do I draw the line in terms of how much I can embarrass her? Because I've never <laughs> watched from the parent side of things, okay? So, you know, can I hold a stick? Can I yell at the referees? Can I yell at her teammates? What can I do? Please tell me. I mean, I, my parents are under very strict instructions to never, you know, they can like cheer for, they can cheer and that's basically <laughs> it. They can, they got to stay out of all of the other uh, situations. But, you know, I mean, I think running up and down the sideline with a stick seems thank fine. Thank you. Yes, yeah. thank you. Okay, good. Well, what about, yeah, what about, but no yelling at referees, no yelling Come at, on. Uh, Come I on. mean, sometimes they're bad, you know, sometimes they're bad. So, is that a yes? That yeah. sounds like that sounds like a bit of a yes. It sounds no, like if I, Dan, if I tell Rachel Megan Rapino said it's don't, okay, no, don't, 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 it. don't give her permission. There. Don't <laughs> give him permission there. That's I'm doing a, it. No, that's a terrible <laughs> idea. When when you mentioned the equal pay, Megan, like what do you regard as uh, the details that would illustrate to us, man, that was a really sucky situation that champion Megan Rapino found herself in during the climb of just inadequate stuff like whether it's payment, facilities, or anything else, just how brutal was it at the beginning of the pioneering? Uh, I mean, at the beginning, gosh, and I wasn't even at the beginning. There's so many before. But I, I think, honestly, the worst part was more the, like, gaslighting of it all. Knowing that, you know, particularly after 2015, after we had won and, you know, stadiums filled and, um, you know, attendance was great and our victory tour afterwards, tons of people, and then still being told like, oh, well, there's not, you know, you don't really make money and no one you know, watches you play. I think that was the, the worst part of it all. Um, I mean, I still feel like I'm owed millions because you can never really make up, you know, I basically was paid like a third of what I, what I should have been paid, which obviously changes the entire trajectory of everything. Um, you know, especially over a long, long period of time. But I think it was more in like, I, my thing was always like, you know, we could all make more money. Like we could all be doing better and have a better business and a better business model and structure and everything. And then everybody makes more money like U.S. soccer and us included. So that was always the most frustrating part was like, are you just literally doing this because of sexism and like inequality? Like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So I think that for me was the, the most frustrating because it was also just like glaringly obvious. We had great stars on the team, great personalities. We were great on the field. We were kind of a surefire business bet because we won all the time. It was like, what do you want? That's like, that's exactly what you want out of a sports team. You want winning. What else can we do? You want something that you can bank on all the time. And we had these amazing personalities on top of that. So I think to me that the sort of opportunity loss is the most frustrating part. Again, Megan has teamed with Schmitz to prove that quitting can be an act of courage, trying to normalize the conversation about quitting in pursuit of happiness. Schmitz, you should know, has created natural deodorant, has no ingredients like aluminum, salts, and uh, she'll tell you more about that in a second. But can you tell me the best stories about how you and Sue Bird have had to tamp down how competitive you are because it's unreasonable in a relationship for you guys to play board games and like 
flip over monopoly boards or whatever it is ha that happens when competitionaholics are in a relationship? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel honestly, I try to stay away from I'm not good at like board games or card games. I wish I was. Um, I feel like it's like a cultural hit for me to like not play cards and board games. I'm like, dang, I wish <laughs> I blame my parents for that. We should, we should have done more of that uh, growing up. We are both really competitive, but I feel like off when we're sort of out of our sport, it's like a nice, a nice little break. Um, I feel like we have like moments of competitiveness, um, but I think overall we're, we're pretty chill at home. It's an, it's a nice little break. Stugatz, are you ready to play? Uh, I know that you've said that you want to play a game with yes. her that is usually uh, unique yep. to stupidity. What is the name of the game, or how are we playing this game? So the name of the game, Megan, okay? And I have to explain this to Dan as well, and he's going to be mortified that I'm doing this, but I want to have fun, okay? Rapino or Rapine Hell No, okay? Now, Rapino is yes. Rapine, hell no, no is but no. You should got it? be Rapino and Rapine, yes. You know what? I play the game on my <laughs> yeah. pod. I mean, this, yeah. this, this, no, 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 Megan, this is typical. Dan this is what he does. No, no, no. It's my game. I invented it, and typical Dan wants to come in and do it his own way. And I'm okay. not having it. So, but okay. so Rapino is yes, and yes. Rapine, hell no, is no. I know it's odd. Rapino is yes, but Rapino is yes in this uh, in this particular game, and Rapine hell no is no. Okay, right, here we here we go. Are you ready? Here we zero, go. Zero zero ties. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Rapine hell yes because it's, I don't want to play those extra thirty minutes. Now, if we went straight to penalty kicks, right? But I okay. This is what I'll say. Uh, okay. Yes. Rapino, <laughs> but it but the penalty kicks is a is a do or die situation. So you're not doing the five, and then after that, it's just one for one, one for one, one for one until someone. Misses. I I feel Stugatz I like that. you've confused her. She went Rapine hell yes, which I wasn't know. one That's of the options. That's not an option, right? Right. This is because of your. This is your fault. This well, is no, 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 no. It's your fault. Home. No, it's your Game fault for confusing everyone. Rapino or Rapine hell no. Those are your only two options. Okay. <laughs> right. Hell yes okay. is not an option. Okay? All right. What Rapino else? is yes. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, Rapino. Rapino with a caveat. It's confusing. I know. I know. Larry Bird being the best bird to ever play basketball. <laughs> Rapino, which is yes, or Rapine, hell no. <laughs> Rapine, hell no. Yes. Rapine, hell no. Wow, okay. that, you're going to get aggregated. That's going to be it's going to be blasphemous for the people of Boston. What else you I got? Know. It's going to be uh, a whole thing. Tightening up the shackles. Rapino or Rapine, hell no. What do you mean? What's tightening up the shackles? It's a soccer term that Chris Whittingham told me. You know, I, tightening I, up the shackles. I, I, I have never heard that term. Oh, like tightening up the D? Yeah, like parking the bus. Yeah. Oh, oh playing defensive yes. soccer. Yeah, playing, that's playing, playing, playing the bus is perfect. Yes. Yeah, Rapino. I mean, sometimes you have to do that. People always yeah. get upset about that kind of strategy. And I'm just like, your job is to try to win the game. So whatever you have to do to win the game, like I we didn't it. make the rules. So, you know, if yes. you want to sit 11 people on the line, then that's fine. Uh, faking an injury. Rapino or Rapine, hell no. You got to do mean, it, I think. I mean. Like, Rapinos, you need to do it sometimes. Sometimes yes. it's a, you know, it's a moment in a game and you're tired or, yeah. you know, sometimes too, it's like they did foul you, but not enough to make you fall. But if you don't fall, you don't get the foul. So I'm like, I'm falling. 
I'm full. De I love it. De deodorants with aluminum salts. Rapino or Rapine? Hell no. It's a Rapine? Hell no. I don't. I don't need aluminum or salt in my armpit. Like right. I just, I just need freshness. <laughs> He's mad uh, at me because I tried I, to get in on the fun of uh, the game. <laughs> uh, you can ask more. It's okay. I only have like four more, okay? Okay. <laughs> Diving. Rapino or Rapine? Hell no. It's the same thing as fake injuries. Uh, it's okay. not exactly. It's okay. Not exactly. I'll, I'll say Rapine, hell no. But again, what I just said. Sometimes okay. you get hit and it's like it, you're not going to get the foul unless you fall. So you have to kind of dive. The U.S. men's team. Do it in the World Cup. Rapino or Rapine? Hell no. Oh, that's a tough. I mean, Rapino. They they gotta they they gotta do well. We gotta go. We have a good team. We have a good team. Dan, you have one or? I I do have one. The way the U.S. men are paid, Rapino or Rapine? Hell no. I would say Rapino, and they probably deserve more. This is what I've been saying for a long time, too. I'm like, you guys, if they're underpaying us this crazy, they're probably taking a little years, too. So I feel like we should join forces and get more for ourselves. But, yeah, they deserve to be paid a lot, as do we. Wearing gym shorts to an F1 race. <laughs> Rapino no, no, or Rapino? Hell no. Bas basketball oh shorts. Basketball. Who, did, who just did this? I, I did see... <laughs> Did you guys go to the, yeah, to the Miami? Dan did in basketball it's, shorts. Yeah, yeah. I, embarrassed, yeah. I embarrassed Miami. myself. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, I'm with you. I stand with Dan. I am with <laughs> you, you know. on that. All right. You can wear anything you want these days. D-Wade doesn't even wear a shirt anymore, and everyone's fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, courtyard by Marriott. Rapino or Rapine? Hell no. Oh, wow. This is a big one. I mean, repeat hell no, unless I have to. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got two more. I don't know. If oh, Jesus, it's never going to end. Two more, two more, two more. <laughs> Jumping out of an airplane, Rapino or Rapine, hell no. Rapine, hell no. It's, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's yeah, too yeah, dangerous. I'm with you. All right, I last, can die. I know. Yes. I'm with you. Last one. Al Horford. <laughs> Rapino or Rapine, hell no. Strange question. I, it mean, is. I know it's on. Only because I heard this on TV, I don't actually know this. But like Rapino, if they're going to stay in drop coverage, Rapine, hell no, if they're going to actually get up and guard him. You can't just leave Al Horford like wide open. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's like a great player. I mean, he's older, but I'm like, if you, especially if you leave him open, let him get in rhythm. Of course, he's going to knock it down. Uh, Megan, we will let you go on this note, but tell us all we need to know about Schmitz uh, before you get out the door here, because uh, you're not just trying to sell product. You are trying to make people a little bit happier with the product you're selling. We are. We're, we're trying to encourage people to take a courageous step to quit something that's not fulfilling them. So I got a little thing up on my Instagram right now. Drop your quitting story in the comments. We're picking three winners. We're going to do um, a little kind of like Q&A session with Jamie, the uh, founder, and I. And then there's a $1,500 like retreat gift card in there for you to treat yourself to a nice weekend to figure out what you're going to do next after you quit the thing that you hate. So check it out. Megan, pleasure talking to you and yes. uh, pleasure Likewise. celebrating your work. Uh, thank you for being on with us. Appreciate it. Love you guys. It was a pleasure. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much.